everybody, it's Jeff Antoniak here. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz Video. So today we're gonna to talk about a triad pair, another triad pair. We've actually had four videos like this. Now this applies to all instruments, as always, whether you're playing guitar or piano in a uh, harmonic kind of sense or any sort of melodic solo instrument, triad pairs. So today we're gonna to talk about a triad pair that relates to a dominant suspended chord, a dominant sus chord. And uh, let me play you a song that uh, very famously uses uh, this sound by McCoy Tyner. This is called Passion Dance. <laughs> So that line is the majority of this famous blue note tune. And I played that song for decades, and it wasn't until just recently I realized that that song is based on the two triads that many of us are taught to use for a dominant sus sound or dominant sus chord. I'm going to put the sheet up on the screen for you really quickly here. Now, a sus chord is, instead of a, a regular dominant chord, one, three, five, flat, seven, we don't play the third, or rather we don't stress the third. We certainly play it, but uh, instead we spell the chord one, four, five, flat seven. So that's a, you know, this goes back to classical music and there, you know, in classical times there were definitely rules on how we used a sus chord, why it was there. Jazz musicians love it, as do many other musicians, it's a fantastic sound. And we just play the Mixolydian scale, it's not a big deal. Just as if we were playing a regular dominant chord. So today, the, the two triads I want to talk about are the same as the previous, uh, a couple of the previous triad pair of videos we've done. We did one talking about sort of a Lydian sound over a major chord. We did another one on minor. Now here's the thing, the triad pair was the same. It's two major triads separated by a whole step. So if you haven't seen those videos, I might recommend going back where I sort of explain them and dig into it a little bit deeper than I'm gonna do right here. Um, now the deal is a triad, two triads separated by a whole step can be used in all sorts of different places. So it can work in major, it can work in minor, it can work in half diminished. So today we're gonna to be talking about how this works on a sus chord. So what I would say is we use the triad built on the root. So if we have an F sus, we use an F triad. And then we go down a whole step. So the two triads are built on the root, major triad built on the root, major triad built on the flat seven. And again, you can see on the sheet that, uh, that that gives us sort of a nice collection of notes that are related to this dominant sus sound. And now look at item number three, Passion Dance. You can see this line. The first bit of it, very clearly an F triad, descending, right? Two thirds of an E flat triad coming up, back to our F triad note. And then the second time through, there's that triad. So McCoy Tyner knew about this stuff. He knew about these triad pairs, whether he would talk about triad pairs overtly or whether he knew them with his ear and with his technique and knew them by a different name, he was using this stuff, as have so many great musicians before me.
Now, speaking of this, let me pause this just for a second. So many of you out there are adult amateur musicians. I know that because I get emails from you. I love the communication with you guys, thousands of you around the world, and that's fantastic. And I know you're hungry for this information. So glad I can get it out to you. Um, now, there are also a lot of jazz pros watching these videos and, you know, getting ideas for teaching and using them in, in their, their teaching. I mean, I know there's university professionals, uh, professors using this stuff in their teaching. Great. I love it. Here's the thing. I want to connect you guys. There's, you know, the adult amateurs are hungry and eager for information and especially a place to play, right? Then there's all the professional musicians who have this information. Um, and it would be great if I could connect you guys. So for jazz pros out there, check out Jazz Teacher Training. Um, I want to let you know how you can connect with these folks and build an incredible business. Uh, I'm going to be starting training somebody in Portland, Oregon, in Spokane, Washington, in Dallas, Texas, in Houston, Texas. We already have people up and running in Bethesda, Maryland, in uh, Philadelphia, in New York City. So you get the idea, more and more around North America, there's gonna be jazz professionals offering this stuff for you guys. I really wanna get you guys connected. So check out Jazz Teacher Training, and also check out JazzWire. That's gonna be a great resource for uh, a lot of you, and it's coming up in 2018. All right, back to the business here. So um, here's what I'm gonna do. Um, again, I'll put the sheet up on the, uh, on the screen for you. And what I'm gonna do is put on a backing track, and I'm gonna play uh, example number four for you. Before I do it, let me just play it. So, a simple pattern just alternating an E-flat triad and an F-triad. You can start anywhere in there. You can start in the third measure. You don't have to start in the first measure. And I just sort of inverted my way up through those two triads total of six notes, right? And they are all notes from the Mixolydian scale, but how we think about them as two different triads that we don't mix together. If you mix these two together, you get a scale and you're back where you started. Don't do that. Don't mix them. I want you to keep these two triads separate. That's what makes the architecture of the sound sound so hip. All right. Then um, item number five, let me play them for you now um, without the accompaniment and then I'll do it with. Item number five just has a little more technique or a little more velocity to it. I went to the top, I turned around and came down. So um, a little more technique, that'd be a fantastic thing for you to work on. And by the way, the first example, which I'm calling number four, I alternated triads every measure. In example number five, I alternated triads every two beats. There's no right or wrong with how often you, uh, you alternate triads. You can do it every two measures, every four measures. It doesn't really matter. That's where you start doing some experimenting. Let me do uh, number six, the last one on the page. So, very, very simple uh, examples of things we can do. Now, let me play it along with a track. It's just going to be playing an F7 sus kind of sound, you know, walking, swinging, uh, jazz kind of track. And um, what I'll do is I'll play number four, I'll play number five, I'll play item number six, 
And then what I'm going to do is just improvise and I'm going to do my best to alternate between the two triads with no other added notes. I wouldn't normally do this. It's a little bit too much of one color to do it all the time. But as an example, I want you to know that every single note I'm going to play is going to be improvised based on these two scales. All right, let's uh, get started. Here's uh, actually what I'll do is I'll play the melody part for you too. So I'll start with number three, I'll go to four, I'll go to five, I'll go to six, then I'll improvise a bit. note I used. Uh, I used a flat three one time. Sorry about that. Um, I think everything else was exactly what I was talking about. So there's so much that you can do with these triad pairs. So again, go back, check out the previous three videos on triad pairs, and especially just get really good at alternating triads by a whole step. And as I said, you can use that shape. <laughs> in major, and in minor, and in half diminished, and in alter dominant, and in sus dominant, and everywhere. You just have to know where in the scale to put those, and that's what these videos are about. So I hope this is helpful. Um, a lot of people have been asking for more triad pair stuff. Who knew that like the world needs more triad pair videos? I did not know that. So now we've done the fourth one. So as always, I hope you love this information. Uh, the sheet that I've been putting up on the screen, I would love to send off to you. For those of you that have subscribed, thousands of you, I appreciate that. Um, you guys get this, uh, this, this PDF every week. So uh, if you'd like for me to send it to you, I'd be happy to. Hit me up at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. And again, jazz pros out there, if you're looking for a way to bump up your business and do some fantastic creative quality teaching and lucrative teaching, I'd love to hook you up. That's jazzteachertraining.com. And for the rest of you, I would uh, love it if you would go down to the show notes and check out Jazzwire. That's gonna be coming online. It's not available yet. This is uh, early 2018. Who knows when you're listening to this. This may be going out into space. It, it may be 100 years from now. So for you guys, Jazzwire exists. <laughs> if you're in uh, January 2018, not quite yet. Coming up later this year. So thank you for the fantastic requests. I got a lot of requests for ideas, so please keep sending those. That helps me know how I can serve you guys better. So again, uh, appreciate it. Have fun with these triad pairs and start applying them. Start using them. That's the thing. It's great technique work. It's great ear work. 
But uh, this is all about playing music and playing on a team, right? So find some people to play with and get playing. All right, take care, guys. See you next time.